to episode 65 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. The Raiders! They get it done on Thursday Night Football. We're going to tell you how John Gruden got the silver and black back on track and if the Raiders are a contender in the AFC and why John Gruden should be the coach of the year. And then Antonio Brown, he went and lost his mind again on social media. We're going to tell you what the NFL should do with Antonio Brown and if we'll ever see him again in the NFL. And then Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers, they beat the Blazers last night. But there's something very interesting going on with the Clippers that we're going to tell you about. All that much more here on episode 65 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. And then head to YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And give me all your takes on all today's topics right down below in the comment section. But we've got a jam-packed Friday show for you guys, so let's get right into it's it. Showtime! Are you ready? Let's get it on. And we're going to start with the Raiders, who beat the Chargers yesterday to improve to 5-4 and four on the year. And it was the final game ever between the Chargers and the Raiders at the Oakland Alameda Coliseum, otherwise known as the world's largest trash can. Don't worry, the Chargers, they don't have it any better. They play in a 27,000-seat soccer stadium where the whole entire crowd is filled with the opposing team's fan base. But last night, it was an exciting game. It was a big game for the Raiders, a big game for the Chargers, who just beat the Packers, and it all came down to Phillip Rivers. To me last night, game ball on the Raiders. I'm going in the other locker room, and I'm handing it off to Phillip Rivers. Three interceptions for Phillip Rivers. Hey, Phillip Rivers, how many interceptions are you going to throw tonight? Yes. He was throwing them up all night long. Three interceptions for Rivers, two to Eric Harris, and one to Carl Joseph. And they had no answer for the number four pick, Cleland Farrell, out of Clemson. He has two and a half sacks on the night, three QB hits. And this Oakland defense was getting after it last night. And then Derek Carr, he goes 21 for 31, 218 yards, one touchdown. Not an explosive performance by Derek Carr, but what John Gruden has done, he's made him more efficient. He's more efficient with the football, does more of a job as a game manager, but can still put up big numbers when he needs to. But last night, it was all about Josh Jacobs, the rookie from Alabama. He was outstanding. He finishes with 70. 21 yards rushing on 16 carries, and then he adds three catches for 30 yards, running behind that massive Raiders offensive line. He makes the play of the night. He puts the Raiders ahead 26-24 late in the fourth quarter. They're down in a long one. Jacobs back in the game. The rookie for the touchdown. And how about Josh Jacobs, the number 24th pick out of Alabama? He's not just one of the best rookie running backs in the NFL. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL. He's going to be a runaway to win NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. And if you look at it, Pro Football Focus, they grade him as the league's best rookie running back. He's already broken Marcus Allen's franchise rookie rushing record. He's top five in carries at 168 and rushing touchdowns with seven. He's getting it done on the ground. And this Raider team also led by Derek Carr. He was excited about the win. Here's Derek Carr right after the game. What are you thinking? Yeah, no, I... uh... 
I just love this team. I love this organization so much. Um, I, I get emotional talking about it because I've been through so many highs and lows in this place. And uh, these fans have stuck behind me the whole way. And it's a lot of fun to win in front of them. Now, let's be honest here. When John Gruden took over, everyone knows that he wanted his own quarterback, and it looked like he was going to trade in this car. Now it looks like John Gruden might be taking over the lease because, hey, they had car trouble. Now it's looking reliable because if you look at Derek Carr, it's about the completion percentage. And if you remember 2016, the last time the Raiders made the playoffs, Derek Carr received seven MVP votes that year. If you look at his numbers that season, he had a 64% completion percentage, a 5% touchdown rate and a QB rating of 96.7 this year in 2019 a 71% completion percentage a 5.2% touchdown rate and a QB rating of 105.1 so give John Gruden all the credit in the world for developing Derek Carr into his type of quarterback and he's more efficient he knows how to handle this offense he got a massive offensive line a stout running game they're building this defense here's John Gruden after the win talking about how excited he was for Raider Nation <laughs> no I never rethink that every win I'm going down there I got face paint all over me I got to see some some costumes I have not seen before at any football games awesome Man, how could you not love John Gruden? How could you not love Chucky after the game goes into the black hole, mixes it up with Raider Nation, and you saw yesterday, you had that Raider fan in the stands. He was holding a sign that read, I missed my court date so I can make it to this game. And now we're holding court about John Gruden, and everyone needs to apologize to Chucky today. So here's your chance to apologize to John Gruden because the Raiders, all they did was they trade away a player that didn't want to talk to John Gruden, and they maximized that asset, and look what they have now. Five picks in the top 100 in the upcoming draft. All that inexpensive talent that's going to last them five to seven years. And this Oakland train, like I said, it is picking up steam. The Raiders are coming. And then look at this year how he's handled it. The Antonio Brown fiasco. And then, hey, look, the Raiders, they went 49 days without playing a home game. Well, hey, the Chargers, they've gone about 725 days without playing a home game. So I don't feel too bad about that. But John Gruden is the coach of the year. And the Raiders, a game and a half behind the Chiefs, they control their own destiny. I like the Raiders as a wild card pick right now. And next, we're going to talk about the guy that everyone hates to talk about, but I have to admit, I love it. Antonio Brown is back in the news. Antonio, no! Oh, yes, he's back at it on social media. I thought he was supposed to be in college taking classes. Well, he pops off yesterday on social media. It all started on Twitter when he said, Imagine conforming to a system, giving it 100% to see them treat me like this is unfairly. Making money off my sweat and blood the NFL. I'll never play in that shit. Treat black people the worst. Clear my name and go f*** yourself. Then Antonio Brown goes right to Instagram and he posts, at NFL. I'm going down another path. No more making money off my blood and sweat. No more control of my name and body. Clear my name. I am done with it. So you fantasy f***ing can let it go. And he posts an emoji of champagne glasses clicking 
All the while, he's wearing a shirt that has an NFL logo on it. I love that with Antonio Brown. And I have to say, I love it. You got two social media meltdowns in one week in the NFL. First, it was Whitehead with the Browns, but no one gets it done like Antonio Brown. You know I call him A.B., always Broadway, but it looks like he's never going to play again if this continues and then, of course, his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, I mean, Antonio Brown, puts an apology tweet that comes out the next couple hours, and that reads, I'm just very frustrated right now with the false allegations and slander to my name. I love football, and I miss it. I just want to play, and I'm very emotional about that. I'm determined to make my way back to the NFL ASAP. Now, clearly, that was written by Drew Rosenhaus's agent. And I know what you're thinking. Why doesn't Drew Rosenhaus just step up and tell him not to press send? Well, guess what? Antonio Brown is paying Drew Rosenhaus. You don't pay guys to tell you how to act. You pay them to do damage control after the fact. And that's all Drew Rosenhaus really can do because the only one that can save Antonio Brown from himself is Antonio Brown, and clearly he's not going to do that. He's dug his own grave at this point. He's sabotaged any chance to get back in the NFL. And look, let's be honest. This guy sounds like a scumbag. If he's done any of the litany of things that he's accused of doing, he shouldn't be in the NFL anyway. And then, then to me, this is the last straw on the last straw on the last straw. Just days leading up to meeting with the NFL, he he goes on a storm like this? No. Antonio Brown, you are done, and you hate to see it. All the talent in the world, and you squandered it. And, hey, I really truly believe Vontez Burfick knocked all the sense out of Antonio Brown. And it reminds me of Robert De Niro from A Bronx Tale when he says the saddest thing is wasted talent. You can be anything you want to be. Remember, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. You could have all the talent in the world, but if you don't do the right thing, then nothing happens. But when you do right, guess what? Good things happen. You hear me? Now, at least Antonio Brown is making progress because apparently he now has a burner account. Antonio Brown apparently has a burner account, and the Twitter handle is Tav. 58111115. He has 11 career tweets. And oh, you're probably thinking, what does Tav mean? Well, Antonio Brown, what's his middle name? It's Tavares. So, who does he follow? He follows guys like Max Kellerman, First Take, Le'Veon Bell, The Herd, Chris Morrison, Stephen A. Smith, Peter King, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, all NFL guys. And you're thinking, hey, what are some of the responses that Antonio Brown's burner account has had so far? Well, how about the first one? So Antonio Brown's original tweet, someone responded by the name of Brandon who says someone spoke to their agent and then Tav, in air quotes, says he make his own mind up, no agent. And then another guy who posted a meme against Antonio Brown by the name of Tate Marks, Tav responds with, you ass never had a career, AB career, just getting started. And then someone else posted a picture of a tweet that Antonio Brown sent back in April where Antonio Brown tweeted, keep your emotions off the internet. And then Tav responds, Everybody laughing at AB need to check their bank accounts. Then who laughing? And then another user by the name of Autumn Wind OG, he posts a bunch of clown emojis. And then Tav responds with LMAO, AB would put the work in on you. You hiding behind a screen, ass. 
So Antonio Brown, a.k.a. Tab, was doing work on the burner account circuit. But, hey, it's really just sad at this point. It really is just sad and depressing because Antonio Brown, he's probably going to go down as the first professional athlete, the first professional athlete on a Hall of Fame trajectory to have his career ruined by the Internet. You hate to see it, but that's professional sports in 2019. And a little breaking news here on the Get More Sports Podcast. It was just announced that Patrick Mahomes is going to start this Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. We haven't seen Patrick Mahomes since October 17th. He went down with that dislocated right kneecap, but Patrick Mahomes is back. Everyone's excited. The Chiefs, the NFL. Oh, and how about that Kansas church that held prayer services for Patrick Mahomes? Well, good news. We've got exclusive footage. Here's a live look of the church when they found out that Patrick Mahomes is going to be starting Sunday. I mean, it had to be something like that. I know Chiefs fans, they're excited, especially after the Raiders. They're closing in only a game and a half behind the Chiefs right now. They need to get these wins if they want to hold on to that division. Well, here's Patrick Mahomes after practice today talking about the injury and Sunday's game. I hadn't had something like this happen to me in, in my career so far. Uh, I mean, I kind of went back to my first year here, trying to help when I was trying to do whatever I could to help Alex out. And I tried to do that same thing for Matt, and I mean, I mean, Matt did a did a great job, and so I was trying to help out in any way possible. Yeah, I mean, I'm still in a great spot. I mean, we we played two great games these last two weeks, so I wasn't in. The, the team played played awesome defense, uh, played really well. Special teams played well, and and Matt went in and played very well. And so for me, I kind of just stayed into it. I mean, the, I think y'all could see me on the uh, sideline. I was. Just just as into the game as if I was playing. And, uh, I mean, I'm glad to be back out there tonight with the guys. Yeah, uh, I think the biggest thing that we've done as a team is just build uh, every single week, getting better every single week. It's a long season. Uh, we still have a lot to go, but every single day it seems like we're getting better in every aspect of the game. And so when it, you want to do that, I mean, obviously we went through a stretch where we, we lost games that we didn't want to, but to now see that got, everybody's kind of pulling together and building uh, together, I'm excited for the rest of the season. All right, thank you. Thanks, Patrick. Thank you. Now, that's got to be a great feeling if you have Patrick Mahomes on your fantasy football team to take him off that bench, put him in that starting role, just click away, get him back into that starting spot because I think Patrick Mahomes, he's going to do damage the rest of the way through. Before he went down, Patrick Mahomes, he led the NFL in adjusted net yards per attempt by a country mile. This guy was dominating when he went out. And the question is, how does Patrick Mahomes come back from an injury this bad in just 22 days? Well, you may have heard the rumors. A lot of doctors have been reporting that he's essentially double-jointed, and that's allowed him to come back sooner. But he's got a lot of rest, and he is back, and he's ready to roll. And I think the Kansas City Chiefs, with Patrick Mahomes back I think that they're going to close the season strong now you hear people out there saying hey he came back too soon only 22 days a dislocated kneecap well thankfully he did not take advice from Kawhi Leonard he's back he's here to play and the AFC is wide open and if I'm Patrick Mahomes I say look I'm gonna play and he mentioned in the press conference today that he's not at risk for a further injury 
Yeah, it's, it's not. It's it's something that hopefully it was just kind of a fluke thing. I mean, I'll always be, I guess, a tad bit uh, higher than the regular person. But uh, whenever you're on that football field, I mean, there, there's always a chance of injury. And so as long as I'm functioning, I'm moving around uh, the, the right way, then I think I can go out there and play. And I love that about this kid. He's got hundreds of millions of dollars in front of him. He's the future face of the NFL. He could easily say, hey, I don't want to play. I don't want to risk this injury. We'll have plenty of runs in front of us. Not Patrick Mahomes. Very competitive. He wants to come back and help this Kansas City team get to the Super Bowl. Look, the AFC is wide open. They beat the Baltimore Ravens, the team that just beat the New England Patriots. They're right in it in the AFC. And look, give this kid all the credit in the world. He was negative 25 years of age the last time the Kansas City Chiefs won a Super Bowl, which was in 1970. He wouldn't be born for another 25 years. And he says, hey, I want to come back. I think we have something here. And I think the Chiefs are right in the mix. You got the Chiefs. You got the Patriots. You got the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC. It's anyone's game right now. So it's a perfect time for Patrick Mahomes to come back. And before we wrap here, I want to hit you with a get more sports fact of the day. Biggest game of the year so far in college football. You got Bama and LSU, number two versus number three. And quarterbacks from Alabama won the first three Super Bowls. They also have more Super Bowl wins than quarterbacks from any other school. Kenny Stabler, Joe Namath, and Bard Starr. I got Bama. Roll Tide against LSU. They're saying Tua doesn't look right, but I'm taking Alabama at home to get it done. But that is going to do it for episode 65 of the Get More Sports Podcast. You guys can follow me at DMAC underscore LA. That's at DMAC underscore LA. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. And then head to YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and give me all your takes on all of today's topics right down below in the comments section. But hope you guys have a great weekend. See you guys Monday, and I'm out.